This is the Bates Bobcast, a weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we continue our senior salutes with the football team. Senior Captain Connor Hunt and Head Coach Malik Hall join us to look back on the last four years. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates football class of 2021 is in an awkward spot. Some may be returning this fall to take advantage of their extra year of eligibility granted by the NCAA. But we don't know yet who that may be. Many will graduate and move on from Bates. One of those graduating this spring is senior captain Connor Hunt, who helped lead the Bobcats this fall despite no games being played. Hunt joins the Bobcast as we salute the class of 21 Bates football players. Take us back to when you were in high school. What made Bates the place for you when you're looking for schools and where to continue your football career? Right. Well, thank you for having me. I would say that Bates, it really came down to, I always wanted to be a college football player. So that's kind of where that started. Uh, I mean, since I was little, since I started playing football with kindergarten, first grade. Um, and then for Bates, especially, it really came down to that it was in one of the NESCACs. It was a great school. That was a big part of my process. I really uh, was geared towards playing in the NESCAC. I loved um, the academics behind that and the, of those institutions. And I would say that uh, for Bates, especially when I came on campus, I just loved to feel the atmosphere, the people. I fell in love. So I fell in love with the program. I fell in love with campus. And then, of course, the, the great school. And I think all those things kind of came together. And I just uh, fell in love with it. Your first year, you did play in eight games, had uh, three tackles there against Williams, played some against Wesley, and also, what was it like breaking into college football? Look, looking back, what were some adjustments you had to make from high school? Well, yeah, yeah, it's um, college football is definitely faster. Um, so now, instead, instead of playing against 18-year-olds, as a freshman coming in, um, you're now playing against 22-year-olds. And so I think it was, it was the speed and the size of the game. I remember my first game playing, getting in um, the first game Amherst. Was that the first kind of taste I had? My eyes were definitely kind of open wide. Uh, it, was, it was just fast. They were bigger. Um, and, so, and also all the different coverages that we have on the defense. And we had multiple different coverages for every different scenario. High school, we had a little bit of that. But of course, it's a little more simplified. And so it was just the speed of the game was something that I got, you had to get adjusted to uh, really quickly. But uh, it was it was exciting. As a, I mean, as a freshman coming coming in, it was um, incredibly exciting and a privilege. I know you, in high school you competed in track and field and lacrosse also. But what what made football your favorite sport in your opinion? You know, it always was. I grew up in Georgia. Um, I think that's probably a big part of it. Um, up until high school, uh, from kindergarten to eighth grade, and so I mean, the, you just you just fall in love with the game. Um, so it was. I've always had this. It, I played a lot of different sports growing up, and especially in high school. But football was always just my favorite. And so going into for recruiting, I always knew that that was the sport I wanted to do. There was no hesitation in my mind. So sophomore year was an interesting year, right? First of all, very interesting. yeah. So you have a coaching change. Malik <laughs> right. Hall comes in and Malik Hall and our previous head coach, Mark Herman, maybe slightly different personalities, perhaps. And right. then, uh, <laughs> you are going to be the starter, right? You're starting out there day uh, game one against Amherst. And you get injured. T- take me through that. I mean, what? how did you battle through that sophomore year, kind of thinking you were going to be playing a lot and then unfortunately not being able to play really? Right. Well, the coaching change was, it was exciting. It was definitely exciting. I mean, Coach Hall, he just, I mean, he just brings so much energy. The coaches, they came in and they just had that uh, uh, crazy amount of drive and energy that just really um, was, it was super exciting for all the players. And we were, we were ecstatic uh, for it. And so, 
going in the first game as the starter was that there was definitely some pressure because now it's the first impressions, um, first time you get to play in the field with the coaches and, you know, you want to do the very best you can. Um, and, uh, so going in, it was definitely some pressure. Um, and yeah, so, uh, we, we got on the field and about the third quarter, I broke my foot and I was having a good game up until then. So there was, there was, there was definitely some uh, devastation, some disappointment from that, but, uh, so yes, the rest of the season, it was, um, it was a little tougher, it, a lot of adversity, kind of the mental battle you have to play from being a starter and having a good game to now being on the sidelines for seven weeks, basically, uh, essentially the whole season. And so at that time, you really just have to kind of keep your mind uh, in the right place, um, know that it's, uh, for the whole time from sophomore year across to the offseason, I always had the idea in my head that I have to be like, uh, I have to, I want to get back to being a starter, I want to get back on the field playing with the guys. And that was what basically drove me the, the entire time. It was just the idea that when my time comes again, uh, I want to do the very best I can to be to get in the same spot and to be a starter and play. How are you trying to help maybe, even though you weren't able to play, were you helping out with like film stuff or how, is it, how did mm -hmm. that kind of go? Right, exactly. Yeah, I was um, yeah, a lot of film. Um, when, when, you have the, when you have the crutches in the boot, you're usually the film person. Um, so I was, I was filming, uh, trying to give uh, support whenever I could. I mean, really, yeah, really anything I could uh, in the meetings, being there trying to help. I was still a sophomore, so I was still underclass, but I was still trying to do anything I could to be a part of it because, you know, you, you, you miss being out there. And so you, you just try to do everything you can to kind of stay focused, keep your mind right, and then support the team in any way as possible. So yeah, a lot of film. Junior year, it all kind of comes together for you. Mm -hmm. Take me through how you got back on the field and what that season was like for you, especially the, the final two games as the program right. still is on a two-game winning streak. Even if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the off-season, it was going into the summer. I just uh, was doing everything, like, uh, from working out to running to um, just – so I, go, going into the season, I just had one goal, and that was to become a starter again. Um, and so it was kind of the culmination of all the months in the off-season. And so I, I, I knew I just wanted to be back on the field. So really, I just did everything I could, um, tried to be very, play the very best I could. Uh, one of the uh, things I love the most is the strategy behind the game, so all the play calls. And I kind of obsess over those. And so I really try to do the best I can physically and the, on the mental side of, of the game. And so, yeah, luckily, uh, you know, with the grace of God, it all came together really well. Um, and so I was really happy um, for the stats and, um, how, and how our defense uh, really came together. And then take me through the Bowden and Hamilton games, because the Hamilton game in particular, you had a couple of tackles for loss and it was the biggest comeback for the program in right. 50 years. I mean, I, at that time, you did not know it possibly for a lot of people their final games, but mm -hmm. in the end, it was obviously a dramatic comeback. What do you remember about that game? Right. Well, for the Bowden game, the night game, it was the atmosphere yeah. behind it. It was something that was incredibly special. So we had, we had the night game, um, the, the students and the fans and their parents were there. And everything came together. Our defense just did incredibly well. And so does our, our offense was um, putting up big points. Our defense was just three and outs, three and outs. And it really just can't, and we were having fun. It was just, we were having a good time. We having fun together, uh, supporting each other. We make big, uh, really big plays. And so it, that, that was just, uh, and having then the students rush the field at the very end, that was something that I know all of us, no matter what grade you, uh, what grade you are, will we'll remember the rest of, of your lives or the rest of the time. And then going in the Hamilton game off that was, uh, so it was a good, uh, good week of practice, very good week of practice. So we get in the game and we go down, right? So we're down a halftime pretty big. Um, and so the, the guys weren't discouraged. They weren't uh, necessarily, you know, frantic or panicked. Um, so we came out and next day, a couple of big plays and now we're in the game and the, the, the huge momentum shift. 
going in at halftime. So once that, a couple big plays, huge momentum shift. And then our defense is going three and outs, three and outs. Our offense, uh, you know, was scoring big. And everything about the game, it was freezing cold, as it always is during the Hamilton last game. I mean, you, you take the eight, nine-hour drive out there. But it was, um, it was something special, for sure. I mean, having the comeback and everything was clicking on both sides. And then, it was, yeah, again, it was just fun. It was, we were all planning, exciting. There was no, no worry about what was going to happen. And then we ended up closing the game off. And for, yeah, for the juniors, who would have thought that that was the last game for most of everyone? You didn't know at the time. So you leave the field and, you know, you're expecting next season to come. But it was, looking back, it was an amazing, uh, amazing game, amazing comeback for the program. I know the coaches, the parents, the players were incredibly happy with it. And then this year, you're one of the captains. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you find out you were going to be one of the captains? Uh, it, yeah, it was, it was um, right. So the season gets canceled. And then once we're on campus, that's when they, um, uh, that decision came out. Uh, and again, I was uh, incredibly honored uh, to be a captain for the Bobcats. And it was, um, so yeah, I was incredibly honored. Um, and I was excited just to help try to lead the guys during a very unprecedented time um, in any way it could. Yeah, so how did you take the approach this fall? You have practices. They're obviously not typical practices, perhaps. You're one of the captains. You have a leadership role. What was your approach? Yeah, it was definitely, so it was unexpected. You kind of learn to deal with these things. Um, I would say that it really is about helping, you know, motivate and teach and lead the guys during this time. So, you know, we can't play, but I can still try to, you know, be there for every practice, every meeting help motivate them. And I mean, they were motivated. They, they did an amazing job. I'm super proud of all the guys. And they did just for the things for the quarantine and the school and not having a season, they came out and just exceeded all of the expectations that I think that the, um, the coaches and, and the players had. So that was fantastic. I would say that, um, and, and now as a senior, especially with the younger guys, uh, I kind of went into a teaching role and that was, so I loved to kind of be with the younger guys coming in, um, all the different grades and try to help give them any bit of knowledge that I had about the game, about, what it's like on the field is, you know, coming from junior year as a starter. And so that, that was, that's the kind of role I could, I had to kind of fit myself into because of course we're not walking out and um, playing at all. So it, it was, it was amazing to see the guys um, with all the different restrictions we had to come out and really just, really just uh, be with each other. And so, especially with the restrictions and all the different things we had to deal with that, that time, the football practice was just, a good time to hang out with the guys, to be around everyone. It was, it was special. Those, those couple of practices were very special. Excellent. And then kind of the class of 2021 in general, from a football perspective, what was that group like? What was that dynamic like over these past few years? Mm-hmm. Very close. Yeah. Our, our class is incredibly close. I mean, from the very start, um, those are great guys. I mean, those are guys that we're going to be friends with forever. So that's what makes um, football or sports, especially base in general, very, um, unique because I mean the guys were just so uh with each other and so that was great having all the guys there for support all around and um great players uh better guys and so it, it was special for sure any stories that stand out that kind of embody what these guys are like for the community aspect I think the guys how we always have those tailgates at the end of the games and so that's I think some of the best parts of um I mean because you're there supporting that you know we wake up in the morning and it's 5 30 and you wake up and you're there and everyone's, and you know, it's, you're tired, but everyone's there and they're focused and they're ready to go and they're ready to, um, you know, and the, and the, this, the, our class did a great job at leading, uh, even though we were juniors at the time, uh, coming into it, they, they, they were incredible leaders, um, mentoring everyone and, uh, great players and then coming this season. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was just the morning wakeups and they were just there ready to learn, ready to get, uh, get after it. So that was great to see. And then for the tailgates, 
Uh, I think part of the community aspect is that the parents, the players are there. So after the games, everyone's together. Everyone's, you know, the whole class, there's no individual. I mean, we're all just one big group of guys, you know, 25 deep. And it's really special when those kind of moments you see everyone just together and supporting one another and just having a great time. Excellent. So from an academic perspective, you're a history major, right? I am East Asian history. Great. Um, how did you end up choosing that major? And, and um, what have been some of the impactful classes you've taken at Bates during your time? Well, originally I came in uh, thinking about being a politics major. And I took one class of politics and realized that wasn't for me. I took one class with it and it, it didn't quite go the way I wanted it to go. And so I, and I, I always loved history. I always had, that was kind of my main subject in high school that I just fell in love with. And I took one class with Joe Hall. Um, and right away, it was my, by far my favorite class. He's an amazing professor, Andrew Baker, Wes Cheney, um, so just to name a few. And I took one class and I fell in love with it. And so then from that point, I just geared uh, fully towards history and every class I excited to learn, excited to, uh, it's, it's so interesting. And the professors make it, um, I mean, they make it amazing uh, from being there to help support you to uh, giving great lectures. Um, so I, I loved history and that, so I kind of felt that. And then East Asian um, kind of came from my, my family background where um, my grandfather uh, lived in India as a defense attache. So I kind of had, so I always was kind of fascinated with, with Asia. And so from there, I took a couple of classes with Wes Cheney and it was the rest of history. Excellent. Excellent. So looking at the football program kind of going forward, as you look at the, at the future of the program, how do you, I mean, you know, the underclassmen, how do you see this program kind of growing uh, going forward? I think they will do really well. They have a great class, um, the class beneath us right now, they'll be the seniors and they're fantastic. They're a great group of guys, great leadership as well. Quinn Woods, Mike Bowman, the other captains. I mean, they, they are going to be uh, cement a really good place for the, for the program. And this is kind of the year that everyone was gearing up for the a big, uh, a big, exciting season. And so, of course, that couldn't happen. However, the uh, the, the younger guys now, um, upperclassmen, they they were unfazed with it. They were they they took the reins and they were just completely motivated and geared towards uh, having a great year. So I, it's gonna be very exciting. I'm very excited next year to watch the guys, you know, if, if it's live stream or in person. But um, and, and the coaches are excited too. A great group of coaches, and so. It's going to be very exciting for everyone to watch. The NCAA did grant everyone like a free year mm -hmm. of eligibility and stuff. And that's tougher at this kind of level because there's no right. grad program. Did you even consider that? Or is that not something that really kind of fit in with what you wanted to do, I guess? I did consider it for a while. We had uh, a lot of talks with my family. So it was, it was kind of the whole winter, um, the winter while I was home, it was a, a, lot of that, a lot of thinking about that. And I was talking with the coaches back and forth. And they were great, supported me either way. I mean, very, uh, the coach, that, that's, that's uh, it was amazing because if they were there and said, hey, if you want to come back, that'd be awesome. If, if you don't, we can help you look for maybe a, you know, a grad assistant in the football role or looking just to help any way we can. And so they, they were fantastic. That was amazing. And, but at, at the end of the day, I think that um, my decision came down not to come back because of pursuing uh, graduate opportunities. And so just the way they kind of fell in with my, um, after with the family talks that 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 was the best uh opportunity for me i'm definitely gonna be uh i'm definitely gonna miss the guys and miss, miss playing so it, that's gonna be a little tough but this is this is the kind of how it turned out gotcha do you plan on being a grad assistant somewhere next year or do you plan on sticking with um you know working in football for a little bit or how what are your thoughts on that i would love that i, I would definitely love it. i think at this point um because it kind of came a little bit later during the time for, for kind of the graduate opportunities as a grad assistant 
So I'm either hoping that maybe something will come along or if next year, because uh, Coach, Coach Hall was great with helping me with that. And so if that, if that, if that could kind of happen, that would be a dream. I mean, I, I've, I've loved football since I was little. And if I was to be able to be a football coach at um, a high level, that would be more than a dream come true. It would be, it would, it would mean everything. Awesome. And then um, kind of when you look back on your Bates experience, what really stands out to you? What do you think you'll be remembering in, you know, 10, 20 years looking back? Just the little things, not only being a part of a great program, being a part of a great school, the campus, the community itself is something that you always cherish and it's an honor to be a part of. I think it's being a captain during this time. It, you can't forget uh, this season but it's the little things during the year. It's the waking up early. It's the bus rides to the away games with the guys, the hotel visits. It's all the little things that you can you you miss that you look back on, and the even the conditioning sessions, where it's kind of a grind going through it. But you look back on it and you kind of miss those moments with everyone. And so it, it, I mean, they're, they're just a great group of guys, and you, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out or the direction that we're going. And I know the guys, the younger class, it's, it's going to be exciting to watch them. So I'll be rooting for them and cheering them on all the way. And besides that, it was just cherished and honored. Connor Hunt, senior captain of Bates football. Thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Head coach Malik Hall salutes all the Bobcat seniors and gives his thoughts on the four who remained on the active roster this fall, practicing with the rest of the squad. These seniors, class of 2021, they were sophomores when you first arrived. How have you seen that class grow and how they handle kind of the weird situation we had there here their senior year? Man, the see, first off, shout out to your uh title, the senior salutes. Love it, big fan. Man, you know, coming in, I think the unfortunate part about it all is those those guys weren't able to like get that last one in. And you know, the pandemic, I, I think everyone understands it. Like that's in the back of my mind. Man, if those kids, because those are the guys, those are the players, those are the student athletes that we came in on a fire drill almost. They We got here in July, they got here in August. Hey, I'm the new coach. And so that group of guys being sophomores at the time, they lost the coach that recruited them. They lost the coaches that they played for. And now all of a sudden they have to make a real structural change for the next two years. The juniors and the seniors, like they have to make change, but there's, you know, the senior class was the senior year and the junior class, they're juniors. And that was a very small class, unfortunately. And so for them, it's kind of like, hey, we just go follow through and play the rest out. But for that sophomore class, that was a struggle for them to not even get a chance to play it all out. And because that class was so big, when we got here, that was the biggest class on the team that matched our senior class at the time at 22. So you figure our seniors, it was 22 of them and 22 sophomores. That's a great number, knowing that they have been playing since sophomores and now they're gonna be seniors with two years of experience. They've seen everything the NESCAC has to offer. They've been in our offense and defensive systems for two straight years. This year or the pandemic year should have been the culminating year where the Bobcat Nation and the NESCAC could have said, hey, we, hey, the Bobcats, are they're different. And it would have been because of that sophomore class and staying committed all the way through. Speaking of that, Connor Hunt, your senior captain, 
Uh, let's start with him in terms of individuals on this team, a leader, a guy who was starting as a sophomore, but got injured day, game one against Amherst, but bounced back his junior year. What can you say about what Connor Hunt has meant to the program? Oh man, I love Connor Hunt. It, it's, it's, you know, listen, you know, I love story time here. So <laughs> I'll make them as fast as I can. Connor Hunt, when I got here, I called him every safety on the roster, but him. I could not figure out how to get his name right. And the Amherst game, two safeties got hurt. Connor goes in the game. He makes four straight plays. And the next day, he said, it's all good, coach. I had to give you a reason to remember my name. <laughs> and for, you know, I spoke to Connor just last week and we, we reflected on that. And, you know, it was definitely not personal. I couldn't remember his name. I was trying to hold 60 names all in seven days. But for that to be the start of our story and the finish of our story is that he finished as a captain here. That's something that is something to be proud of, something I'm very proud of. And when all things were pointed in a direction that it was going to be harder, it wasn't going to be the same, like he had a heck of a first game and gets hurt and then has to come back, not a starter, but then to still bring that same level of, of execution and, you know, the safeties are the, the uh, brain of our defense. And so he did a lot. He proved himself. He's had a lot of great plays. Unfortunately, those plays happened before he was a senior. And, um, but they still stick in my head. Absolutely. Patrick Whalen, a three-time NESCAC all-academic selection. You asked him to move from linebacker to fullback in 2019, played in seven games that year. What can you say about, I believe you call him Hoss, oh. right? Yeah, Hoss. <laughs> For the first four years, I didn't, again, I thought Hoss's name was like Hoss. No one calls him Patrick. No one, everyone called him Hoss. And for, again, man, Hoss, quick story. Hoss, every time someone mentions his name, everyone yells, speech, speech, speech. Hoss is probably the smartest guy on our team, like, not even close. And, and it's been said that I think he has a photographic memory. Um, and so every chance I get, I'll be walking by him, uh, you know, in commons and I'll throw him a quiz, a pop question to see if he gets it. He nails it every time. And if, if he gets it, he has to ask me one. And obviously I lose quite a bit. And, uh, but my record right now with Hoss is like three and 13. So I'm, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Excellent. Uh, Christian Sanfilippo, a guy who you really trusted in those goal line situations down by, um, down the red zone. Tell us about, you know, this running back and what he's meant. Man, Christian Sanfilippo, man. Uh, Christian is a very passionate, very humble, and very, very hardworking young man. Um, this was a very difficult year for him. Uh, it was difficult for all of them, um, but, you know, shout out to the Tufts game. He had three touchdowns. Like, like I'm, I'm not sure. And I remember the next day I said, man, I'm not sure if that's a record here, but in the NFL, that's a hat trick on every level. And you did it. You had three touchdowns in one game. 
And so um, I, I, I doubled down and told him, and look, that's encouraging for everyone that's in front of you blocking. That's encouraging for Coach Patterson for every play he calls that he can give the ball to you and you can get it done. Um, and lo and behold, he had to start our last, he had to start our last two games in the backfield, and we were able to go back to back in those games. So uh, another kid who really made a lot of headway and uh, and made a lot of gains. And have and again just have just not having that season to just cap it off. Um, that it it, it hurts, man. And, and for Sam and for Christian, which we call Baby Rocky, he goes about it like that. I mean, he he works his tail off. And and I remember talking to him over the break about not overworking, right? Take a minute and and breathe and relax because we don't know what's gonna happen. And um, man, it's, it's tough. I love Chris, I love all these guys, man. And, and as I talk and reflect on them, it, it's unfortunate because it brings some, some hard thoughts to mind. Certainly, well, Anthony Costa, senior defensive back, really had nose for the ball, had a lot of interceptions, especially in 2018. He's already declared, I think, on a comment on Instagram page, he's coming back. Uh, everyone gets an extra year of eligibility, but Anthony Costa on the roster this year, uh, senior as well. Tell us about him. AC, man. AC, again, another another guy. Shout out to Springfield, Massachusetts, Western Mass. He uh, was third string when we got here as the safeties. He and Con, someone, another safety got hurt. One of the seniors got hurt. Actually, I think it was Joe Frake. And he never looked back. I think his first, first year playing, which as a sophomore, I think he had five interceptions that year. Um, ton of, yeah, I think he had two, one for a touchdown uh, versus Trinity. Uh, he should have taken another pick to a touchdown versus Tufts. Uh, he got shoestring tackled. Uh, but, man, talk about a kid who just has, a, like you said, a nose for the ball and not afraid to play what he sees. For AC to come on as the third string safety and almost make all conference, it's, it speaks to the level um, of grit that he has. And it speaks to, shout out to Coach Harriman uh, and the staff before we got here, because it also speaks to the stewardship of the program and the athletes that um, he was bringing in, though it may not have ever resulted in, in raw victories, I've certainly been able to say I benefited from the from the student athletes he recruited. And then obviously we're in kind of a, a weird time right now, but you have other class members of 2021 who who may be 2022 in the fall. We'll, we'll wait and see, I guess, but that's all up in the air to be determined. Hopefully we will have a season next fall. I mean, assuming that we do, what are you most looking forward to in terms of getting back out there on the field finally? We don't know what's going to happen. You're absolutely right. Football is so community it feels almost, it, it feels disconnected. We feel disconnected right now. Our first team meeting, that's the, that's the meeting everyone can't wait for, right? Because for whatever is on the agenda, the agenda is probably 10 minutes to address. It's being able to see the guys, hug the guys, crack jokes with the guys. Hey, what are you up to? What was this? Like that casual flow of energy that football brings it's hard to manufacture that and it's hard to create that 
It's something that just exists. And though Zoom keeps us connected, it doesn't keep us football connected. And I, I miss our football connection. I, feel, I miss our football camaraderie. I miss our football way of living. And that is what I can't wait for. These guys are great guys because they have great support and families and they attended a great institution that continue to help transform the way they think and the way they move and, and the way they move meaning kinetically and, and intellectually. And so I wish these guys a senior salute. When you come back, you'll come back to a harvest. You'll come back to a harvest from some seeds that you planted with some sweat and some blood in your four years here. So I say thank you and I wish you again the best. Awesome. Malik Hall, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Until next time, guys. Peace. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll continue our senior salutes with the women's soccer program. That's next week on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates,